Hello, this is Harrison Kim, and you're listening to Working with People by PaveStep. The Working with People podcast is for executives, managers, and people leaders. We bring experts together to provide you with relevant content on how to think about and manage your most important asset, your talent. We have David here with us. How are you, David? Hi, Harrison. How are you today? Good. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Where are you calling in from today? I'm in New York City. Are you in the office? No, I'm, I'm at home. I'm just uh, working from home. I've been working virtually for the past eight, nine months now, although I go into the office occasionally now more frequently. So today we're going to be talking about compliance with various state and federal fair employment laws. But before we do that, you know, tell us who you are and what you do. One thing I'm not is an employment attorney. I'm just a an insurance person. I'm an insurance expert. I would consider myself at this point, having been in the business for 28 years now, and uh, one of the areas of focus of our firm is employment practices liability. So from that standpoint, trying to transfer the risk that uh, employers have from being self-insured or being exposed to certain causes of loss, be it fines or penalties or settlements and grievances that result in settlements, we provide insurance to assume some of that burden. What I do is I'm a founder and partner in a firm called Strategic Insurance Partners. We're headquartered in New Jersey. We have an office here in Manhattan, one in Delaware. We operate in about 40 different states. And self-insurance is an active area of our company. We do captives. For purposes of today's discussion, I guess we're going to focus on employment practices, liability, and what we've run into in that specialty. Perfect. So HR teams, especially in small, medium-sized businesses, need to be knowledgeable of various laws that affect our organization because they're probably the department of one without big legal help or big team to help them. So what are some of the key laws that guide the compliance work of HR or people teams that you want to highlight here? Well, from an insurance perspective, what's covered or what can be covered in insurance are laws that relate to ERISA and to COBRA the retirement plans that employers offer, benefit plans, these are administered by the employer or a party appointed by the employer. And so the employer assumes certain risk of claims or loss when it comes to managing those plans. They're, they're in effect a fiduciary. So the ERISA laws come into play. And so that there's a certain pre-qualification process that the insurance company will subject a client to a, a prospective insured. Mm-hmm. And so voting up on those um, regulations are part of that. Got it. Any one that is something that people should absolutely be focused on because it flies under the radar and catches up to them. Is that something that you've seen commonly? Well, COBRA, there seems to focus on and seems to be a problem area because some employers lose sight of the fact that health insurance that employees have the right to continue their coverage under COBRA and that that it entails certain responsibilities and administrative burdens on the employer. Yeah, absolutely makes sense. So with the remote workforce, which we're all kind of part of today, are there any compliance complications from having remote workforces that companies and employers should be thinking about? Not necessarily for those two laws that I just discussed, but there are OSHA regulations, which are in a constant state of evolution normally, and now they're changing respect to remote workplace. And so there is a certain exposure, certain concerns that an employer has to now face and figure out how to address regarding safety of their employees. For instance, a faulty basement stairs in a, in a, where a basement office might be located in a home is now 
by default, partially the responsibility of the employer. Oh, really? Things of that nature have to be taken into account. A workplace injury was to occur because of a workplace that was the responsibility of the employer. It could be a problem area. There's a lot of panic scrambling to address these new exposures. Gotcha. Does employees moving to different states or even different countries, does that make it a little bit more complicated from a compliance perspective as well? I would assume it probably does. Yeah, there's foreign country employer responsibility laws that vary from country to country. And state laws, of course, are various and different from one state to another. But for foreign workers, a uh, employer needs to just be up to speed on what the workplace responsibilities are of their employment contract. Yeah. And there is international insurance that's available that will cover the U.S. equivalent of workers' compensation insurance, for example. And so they would be able to cover themselves to the extent that laws that mimic what the United States standards are, are covered. But then when it relates to above and beyond that or separate from that, they need to be up to speed on what their local laws are. In some countries, uh, local insurance is mandatory and has to be purchased locally rather than uh, through an American insurer. I mean, you're going to have employees who don't think to tell you, right? It's like, oh, hey, by the way, I'm moving to Japan. <laughs> Talk to you later. And, like, you know, virtual, all good, all is good. And then you're yeah, like, right. what is that weird thing? Why is it so dark there? Like, oh, I'm in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is possible, right? I mean, the employees could relocate. And, and just crossing a state line can sometimes be an issue. So. Right. So shifting gears a little bit, you know, can you talk about the importance of technology and HR compliance and legal compliance here? I think that it's beyond my scope, really, of expertise as far as what technology needs to be brought to bear for a remote workplace. But wage and hour laws and wage and hour tracking is something that has to be considered when a remote workforce has been implemented or remote workplaces are in tracking the wage and hour documentation by computer remotely is something that employers have to take into consideration. Wage and hour disputes are very common Mm. and and are and insurance is very hard to come by for that particular type of grievance, but it is available to employers who have a system in place to document that and to gotcha. track that. Gotcha. So, of course, we've talked a little bit about insurance, but, you know, what are the strategies to protect these organizations and mitigate liabilities from these laws? You know, what are some of the things that our listeners should be thinking about? To limit their exposure? Exactly. Well, there's protective safeguards that an insurance company would recommend to a particular client, depending on their operations. I guess it depends on their type of work that they do and the the particular exposures of that company. But insurance is the key to mitigating the risk, transferring the risk to the insurance company. But it comes at a cost, and it comes with additional prerequisites and administrative or compliance burdens. You have to comply with what the insurance companies are requiring of you in order to qualify for the insurance in the first place. So those will be kind of automatic for a lot of employers in the process of applying for insurance coverage that will that would mitigate their exposures. Yep, absolutely. One question that I had, and this is something more and more of a selfish question, when you think about a company, and let's say I run a company of $10 million in revenue, what amount of my financials or revenue or cost should I be looking at for insurance costs? I think this ballpark would be helpful for people thinking about budgets. 
a $10 million company uh, is really more about headcount when it comes to employment practices, liability, mm. and industry. So if a client or a prospective policyholder is in a high-risk industry that the insurance companies have had poor experience with with regard to litigation, the premium is going to be so much higher. It runs the gamut. Surprisingly, the pricing is not as expensive as an employer might expect. It isn't anywhere near as expensive as uh, general liability insurance or professional E&O insurance. Employment practices still has a pretty pretty nominal premium for a $10 million company. If they happen to insure or employ 100 people, the premium might be $1,500 a year. Gotcha. Perfect. Yeah, I think that's going to be a helpful range to think about. But all those conditions, of course, the answer is always, it depends. Yeah. <laughs> right. There's a caveat, right? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, one last fun question for you. In the spirit of supporting local businesses, small businesses, anyone in your area that you want to give a shout out to? Could be any business. Could be a restaurant, could be a company, could be a vendor. Wow. I'd like to give a shout out, I guess, to Hal Haskin at the Homebridge Financial. He's a it's fresh on my mind because I'm working with him on a project at the moment. I'd have to give it a little bit more thought. To, I don't know <laughs> if he's going to be in the audience, but that's one one uh, company that comes to mind. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for your time, David. Where can the audience find you and your thought leadership? Well, they can visit the website of my firm, which is www.sipriscom, Sierra India Papa Risk.com. And that would probably be the best way to reach me. Also, they could, they could find my email address on that website. Some of the uh, aspects of what we spoke about today are, are available. And we have a, uh, for our clients who are interested and for prospects who are interested, we can offer them a newsletter and content uh, that specifically targets this area of insurance so that they can keep the rest of changes in laws and regulations. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time, David. Thanks, Harrison. Absolutely. Everyone, thank you for listening to Working with People by PaveStep. Feel free to check out other episodes on pavestep.com slash podcast.